have you desired a generation of true Christians? Do your heart hunger for the Word of God and rise in the power of the Holy Spirit? Are you eager to join the Revival Army of God for Kingdom Advancement? Welcome to Agents of Change Podcast, where we work as one and together advance the kingdom. We are channels only with God's power flowing through us every day and every hour. Stay tuned and Put your hands together for Jesus and have your seat. Hallelujah. Has God been good to us? Has God been good to us? Let's put our hands together one more time for Jesus. For Jesus. For Jesus. For Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. We'll be proceeding with the word that God has laid on our hearts on the topic that we're looking at engaging our world with the love of Christ engaging our world with the love of Christ engaging our world with the love of Christ as we were preparing for this conference one thing that God began to lay clearly on our hearts is the fact that whatever you are not willing to engage, you cannot take. Whatever you are not willing to engage, you cannot take. During our Bible study, in the group I was, a sister talked about someone that she works with. She has always had this, that she came to a point, she was asking herself that, why have I not preached to this person? Why have I not shared the good news with this person? The truth is, whatever you do not engage, you cannot take. There's a lot of things that God has been doing in our life. Over the years, God has been working in us. It's not because God is a waster of resources. It's because there's a plan and purpose that God has for every one of us. And when God begins to take you up and begins to work on you. One of the things that we notice is that we are eager to begin to do exploits for him. We want to just engage. But sometimes about God is not like that. God takes his time to work on you, to build you up, to prepare you for what he wants to do so that you will be effective when it is time for you to engage. And so as we were building up to this conference, God began to minister to us that it is time to engage. It is time to engage. You know, in those days when they fight, not now that warfare has been so modernized, there was a time that one army will encamp in one part of the battleground and another army will encamp on another side. There are times that when one army is charging to another side, you will see the captain or the commander will tell the men to hold your ground. Men are charging towards them, but the captain will say, hold your ground. Sometimes if you are watching them, you want to say, what are they waiting for? The captain, they will not make a move. At some point when you are watching, it gets to a point as they are approaching. 
It doesn't matter how fast they are running. It doesn't matter how well the earth is shaking. The captain will tell his men, hold your ground. Then at some point, he will tell the archers to take position. It gets to a point, he gives the command for them to engage and they engage. As soldiers of Christ, it is not you and I that decide when to engage. It is our commander-in-chief that tells us when to engage. The reason why we lose some battles is because we charge into battle when we were not, we were not given the command to engage. And so some of us suffer casualty. But glory be to God that over 10 years as agents of change, God never asked us to engage. Rather, God was preparing us. And God kept telling us that everything we are going through is just a preparation. He kept telling us that whatever you are seeing is just a training ground for what I want to do. And when we entered into the 10th year, God began to say to us, it is time to engage. And that is why tonight, God is telling us that it is time for us to engage our world with the love of Christ. Hallelujah. Are you not happy to hear that? That it is time to engage. There's nothing as frustrating to a soldier as in when in the midst of confrontation, he is well equipped to take down the enemy. But God says, or the commander says, hold your ground. It is very frustrating for a soldier when you are misbehaving in front of him. He has the ability to take you out and he's told to hold his peace. But as a good soldier, you obey the last command. You don't out of excitement or out of emotion engage when you have not been asked to engage. You'll be court martialed if you do that. During the civil war in Liberia, at the beginning, there was, some, there was an incident where the peacekeepers who were stationed there, there was an issue where they were supposed to engage and they did not engage. And later, when people reviewed the whole events that took place, they were asking, but why did they not engage? They didn't have a command to engage. That is the difference between soldiers who are trained and ordinary people. They are not moved by emotion. They are moved by instruction. And so as agents of change, over the years, God has kept us in the place of preparation. But now, God is telling us that it is time for us to engage our world. I pray that as we charge into this battle, you will not be found wanting in the name of Jesus. Uh, I pray that as we charge into battle from this conference, that when we look behind, you will be amongst the soldiers that will be charging to fight for our master in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Deuteronomy chapter 2 verse 24. Deuteronomy 2 verse 24. It says rise Take your journey and cross over the river Anon. 
God said, look, I have given into your hand Sihon, the Amorite, king of Heshbon, and his land. Begin to possess it and engage him in battle. And engage him in battle. There is what God has already given to us as agents of change. There is what God has given to each one of us to take for the kingdom. But until we rise up and engage in battle over those things, we will never take them for the kingdom of God. It is not about how much we complain about the situation. There are some of us that we are very good at complaining about what is not working. There are a lot of us that can get ourselves so worked up about things that are not the way they should be. Enough of that. God is saying to us that it is time for us to rise up and engage our world with the love of Christ. Our world starts from wherever God has placed you. Wherever God has placed you. You need to begin from that place and from this conference. Engage that place with the love of Christ. Because that is the only way that you will take that place for God. If it is an individual, if it is a group, whatever it is that God lays on your heart, rise up and engage them. And God will give them to you in the name of Jesus. And so, foundation as a foundation rising from this conference God has given us the go ahead to engage and as we do that we will conquer in the name of Jesus Christ by the grace of God my background is in the sciences and there's something in chemistry that is called a catalyst for those who are not who don't have a background in chemistry, you may not really understand what a catalyst is, but most people understand because even in common terms we use the word catalyst as someone that causes change or something that causes change. So in chemistry or in a chemical reaction that requires a catalyst for completion, it doesn't matter whatever has been placed on the ground, if the catalyst is not added, nothing will happen. It doesn't matter how good and how well packaged, how well endowed the catalyst is, until it is added to the reaction, the effect that that catalyst was meant to produce will never be seen. And like my brother was saying when he was leading us in the prayer, Light is of no use when you cover it. It is when light engages darkness that darkness will understand the power of light. Darkness can boast and brag. Darkness can be loud. And in our generation, I don't think darkness has ever been louder. Darkness is speaking with arrogance at the top of the hills. Because light 
has not come to silence darkness. Until light engages darkness, light is of no use. It doesn't matter how good your light is. It doesn't matter how well your light is glowing. If your light does not engage darkness, darkness will continue to thrive. And the thing about light, anywhere light goes, darkness recognizes light. Whether it is in America, whether it is in Pakistan, whether it is in Nairobi, Kenya, anywhere that light enters, darkness recognizes light. Light is light wherever light enters. And anywhere light goes, darkness recognizes light. And the meeting between light and darkness anywhere, it is never an issue of confrontation. When light enters a room, darkness naturally exits the place. There is no issue of confrontation. When you go into confrontation, there's something wrong with the light that you are carrying. When you bring a candlestick into a stadium where they want to play a match at night, darkness may be contending with that your candlestick. The players may say, we cannot play this match because we cannot see the ball. But you say, there's a light in this place. There's light, but we cannot see. But when they put on the floodlights that they use at night, when they are playing the game, you will not know whether it's daytime or nighttime they are playing that game. Because when light comes, in the intensity that it comes, darkness naturally gives way. So until light engages darkness, the light is of no use. We can be writing articles about how brilliant our light is. We can be giving long speeches about the nature of our light and the components of our light and the extent of our light. Let's, whatever we are doing and we are describing our light, it is of no effect until our light engages darkness. And so long as we continue to admire and revel in the light that we have and we do not rise up to engage darkness, darkness will continue to thrive and darkness will continue to spread. The way it seems now, it seems as if darkness is having an upper hand over light. That's the way it appears. Because while we are bringing men into the kingdom of light in trickles, darkness, they are shipping people to hell in hordes. While we are struggling to bring men into the kingdom of light, one after the other, looking for them, they are moving them in their multitudes to hell. So darkness will begin to dance over light, which is something that is unheard of. It should not be. And the reason is not the absence of light, but the unwillingness of light to engage darkness. For some reason, we are so content with having the light and just being there with the light. And all we have been trying to do from the inception of time is look for ways to preserve our light. We are struggling. Thank God for his word to our lives. Have you been blessed by today's message? 
then watch out for more episodes to come your way for his words are new every morning. To know more about us, visit our website on www.worldagentofchange.org and stay connected.